Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk the Podcast. I am the host and creator, Teresa Caesar. My intention for this podcast is to deliver to you wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness through solo episodes and conversations amongst insightful people. It is my greatest honor to bring to you talks that come from the heart. Welcome to another empowering episode. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Karen Martinez. Karen is a remarkable lifestyle and fitness coach who's making a tremendous impact on mamas everywhere. She is determined to create a better lifestyle for herself and future generations by dedicating herself to helping others break free from the shackles of negative body image. Karen is best known for how she empowers women to embrace their post-pregnancy bodies and discover the joy of living an active and healthy lifestyle. In today's episode, Karen will share with us her personal story, experiences, mission, and also provide invaluable insights and practical advice for all of you beautiful listeners. So friends, get ready to be inspired and motivated as we welcome Karen Martinez to Heart to Talk. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Well, the honor is mine. So how did you get to where you are today? What was it that really pivoted you to become a lifestyle and fitness coach? Well, I was born in Tucson in Arizona, and I grew up some part of my life in Mexico. So Nogales, Sonora, for all of you guys who know, it's a, super close to us. And I've been back and I was back and forward between like my first couple of years at school uh, you will think that it will get easier. I probably moved like seven, eight times between like schools into Mexico, Nogales, Arizona, and then I moved to Phoenix. And and then I became a mom at very such a young age. When I had my second daughter, I remember I was in maternity leave and they called me from work and they were like, you know what, Karen, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to let you go. And that's when I finally made the decision to move out of my hometown to come to Phoenix, which is like much bigger city with much more bigger opportunities. And then th that's exactly how my journey started. So when I first moved back to Phoenix and when I, in my mind, I was like, I need to get out of here because I need to be able to provide. I wanted something better for my kids. I wanted something better for us. So when we talk about it, breaking some of those generational curses, unfortunately, we have to move out of the situation, even though it's the hardest because you leave your family behind, you leave your close friends, like whatever, you know, all those like memories as you grow up, it's very difficult to leave behind. But if you want to do something better, we got to make that big step that it's very uncomfortable and it's very scary. So I grabbed my two kids. I, I remember coming to Phoenix like a weekend before with one of my cousins and I started looking for a job and then they called me in. So next weekend I grabbed my kids, I packed the car and I was like, bye. So my cousin helped me for a little bit while. After that, we went separate ways and I feel very lonely. I feel very lonely. I was in a, such a learning journey. I fell with no confidence in such a big city. I mean, coming from a hometown like that is very small to a huge city, it's like you feel so little. So I always been a little active in my life. I did dancing when I was younger. I always tried to do sports in school, but because I didn't last it so long in there, 
because I keep moving from schools. So I didn't really pursue anything. Plus, I became a young mom. So that took a priority, of course. So when I most moved to Phoenix, I was alone, just me and the girls. I felt lonely and I was looking that part of, I need to go to a place where I can meet people and I can better myself. And I feel like one of those places is the gym. So I started going to the gym. I start meeting people like that became a community. And, and that's how my fitness journey started. When I started going into the gym and I started meeting new people, I got talked into doing a fitness competition. I did two fitness competitions in the, under the IMBA, natural bodybuilding. And after that, I gained 30 to 35 pounds. I never felt like that insecure. I started having very bad eating disorders and I was very unhappy with my body and I knew I needed to make a change. I would, I was binge eating. So instead of helping me during that time, it actually like having such a big restriction with my nutrition and everything and not having the proper coaching afterwards. Because when you do a competition, your competition is like before, during and after post-competition. So it's not just doing your competition and you're done. No, you need to have your coaching afterwards. So you can do your proper reverse dieting and get back into adding those calories that you restricted for so long. Long story short, I didn't do that. And it ended up instead of causing help, it caused a little more damage to me. And that's how it started. I was like, I need to help other women. I need to help other moms that they don't need to do a fitness competition to feel confident with their own body. They don't need to do this crazy big diets and restrict themselves. They don't need to do crazy excessive cardio in order for them to feel good and, you know, lose those extra pounds. No. So that's mostly how I got into it, to help other women out there, to help other moms out there, to avoid the mistake of wanting to go from one extreme to another. So that's why my motto is helping as much many women as I can without giving out their favorite foods. Because I feel like we forget that food is part of our culture. It's much more than just food. Food is part of our culture, food, like everything is surrounded. Think about the holidays. We are full of food. The best conversations we have them with maybe a glass of wine and your favorite snacks. I mean... Food is just part of our life, so we need to learn how to be able to manage those social situations without blaming ourselves that, oh my God, I'm going to gain some pounds. Oh my God, I cannot eat that because I'm on a diet and I'm doing this parenthesis because now we think that eating healthy is being on a diet. So that's, that's how my mission started of wanting and being passionate about helping other women to not into the same rabbit holes that I went into. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, I could relate. I mean, I think many women listening, even men, right, where we have tried all those diets. And then when you fall off the wagon, if there is a wagon, right, the shame and guilt. But it sounds like you offer just the tips and the mindset and the process that's just sustainable. Like it can become your lifestyle. So your results are forever. I love that you said you could still enjoy those holiday foods, the culture foods. I love your mission. I love your story. What tips would you give to our listeners 
start small, but start. I feel like um, sometimes we overthink that. So what is it that you can start doing and implementing right now? Because we always want to wait until Monday, until the next day, until next month, until New Year's, until, and then w- when is the perfect time? So start, but start small. Start drinking more water, start drinking more veggies, maybe start moving your body more. If you don't do any, any type of movement, and then you're always sitting down and working from your computer. Well, maybe listen to your Apple Watch every time it tells you to stand up. Maybe go for a longer walk with your babies or take your longer walks with your dogs. Small things. So moving your body. Sometimes we want to know these little details. Oh, I cannot eat before going to bed. And do I have to eat before exercise and after exercise? So we ask all of these details that we're actually not going to follow through. Uh, so don't overcomplicate it. Start with the things that you already know. What are the things that you already know? Well, maybe instead of having so much sugary drinks, maybe a kid start drinking a little more water or replacing it for something better. Or maybe I should add more fruits and veggies into my meals. And the one that I feel like it's important and that I always try to push people to figure it out is that type of movement that you enjoy. So right now, I've been able to, for example, enjoy some of my type of movements that I've enjoying so much right now is dancing. So I got into dancing, and it's something that I wanted to do for a very long time, and that's the only type of cardio I do. So dancing, it's been my type of form of movement. And then from there, you take it to the next level. If you want to like then get into a regimen, plan, workout, exercise regimen to change your body composition, then you take it for the next level, but one step at a time. And don't be scared to experiment with those type of movements. Go and enjoy those free classes that you can get everywhere. Seriously, go and grab a friend if you don't want to go alone. And then take advantage of all of those free classes that you can do. Experiment. So those will be my top tips for people that can start implementing right now. Those are such great tips. So who would be that ideal client? So my ideal client, it would be a mom who is already like, um, she wants to get over the mom guilt. She really wants to start getting back because when we become moms, we forget that we are more than just moms. And I like the terminology to use, like the one when you go into the plane and they give you all of those security that's, and then they start giving you instructions on what to do in case of an emergency. And the first thing they tell you is put your mask first before you try to even help your kids. Okay, so this this is the same thing for us. I'm sorry, I'm going to be one of those coaches that are giving you that tough love, but you either find your kids as an excuse or you either find it as a motivation to keep going, whatever it is. And creating a healthier lifestyle you're going to help your future generations like I think about my kids right now how I've been able to implement the exercise in their lives and I see my some of my past generations and that's something that it's not seen so it's a mom who wants to lose weight who wants to feel good and move good and feel being able to play with her kids and move things around the house and do all of those mom things. So that would be my my ideal client, somebody who is ready and say, you know what, enough is enough. And I am going to make a change for myself, but also for my kids and for my family around me, because we think that influencing is only that word of being an influencer in social media, but we actually, all of us are influencers. Because we influence our kids, we influence 
or family or sisters or brothers or close friends or neighbors. So we're always influencing those people around us. And I feel like the better influence we give, the better results we can we can give out there and we can leave in the world. I love that you said that we can be influencers and we are in our everyday life. What a powerful thing to own, right? So what are you going to do with that? And I love that you talked about generational cycles and curses. And you could think about it like what you do and especially modeling in front of your kids changes everything. And how has that been for you? Can you tell us a little bit about when you look back at your family lineage, your tias, your you know mom, all that? Do you see what you are breaking? What would you say you're breaking? What cycle? I feel like when I first became a mom, and I started like because when like when you start seeing this human in front of you, you're like, shoot, like holy, like. This is a real thing. Like, I am a mom. I am responsible for a human. Like, what is going on? And you start, like, your life becomes, everything becomes about your kids. So it changes your perspective. It's like something shifts inside of you. Like, in always, like, your life gives you 360 degrees. So I became more aware of my surroundings. My dad was an alcoholic and he suffered with drug addiction. And some of my theos too. And this is from both sides of my families, unfortunately. So we have the tendency in our family. So this is why another reason that I need to get out of that environment in order for my kids to not be able to fall into that same cycle. And unfortunately, it's something very sad because it's our family and we love them very dear to our hearts. But it's one of the things that I've been able to learn as a mom is to learn boundaries. And that was a huge boundary for me to being able to learn with which member of our family are going to be good for my kids. Even if it say it, I feel like it doesn't sound right to even say it aloud, but it's the truth, right? Like, how is this person going to be impacting the life of my kids? But it doesn't matter who it is, they're still my kids are coming first. So changing some of those impacts and now thinking back in how my dad suffered so many drugs and and the alcohol and some of my tios and tias too. Um, there is so much addiction going on in getting myself out of that environment. And now seeing my daughter that she is almost the same age that I was when I became pregnant and seeing her, what I was doing at my age and what she's doing right, right now, it makes me look back and be like, wow, I might not be the best mom ever, but I'm definitely doing something better. <laughs> See, I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm so inspired by you and just your courage that you realize that you have the power to direct your life and that you took yes. courageous action and you had like this inner awakening. Like you probably listened to your soul. I'm going to do this. And, and when you do that, everything works out, right? Like look at you, look at your past. There was maybe the ups and downs, but here you are now. And I get to see you online. I got to connect with you because of our incredible mutual friends in the coaching online motivational space. And it's just truly an honor uh, to hear your story. And thanks for sharing that vulnerable truth of your family, because I think every single person listening can be like, oh, my God, ding, ding, ding. And just giving permission to 
like you said, put up those boundaries for the good of everyone. Because really, I think it was Brene Brown said that the most boundaried people she knew were actually the most compassionate. We think it's the opposite. So it just reminded me of that. Hopefully everyone listening to this, if you can relate, just take some of those lessons, not only in the health and wellness, but just life's lessons in that and in being the one that changed this, the generational cycles in your family. But before we hop into like the closing questions and all of that, how can we work with you? How can we find you? Do you have any exciting freebies, upcoming programs? Tell us all about how we can connect with you. Yeah. So I I do a couple of challenges almost like every quarter of the year. So I have the last challenge of the year coming up and this is very exciting. So anybody who is in the Scottsdale area or Tempe area, Phoenix area, come in to the gym. I do it. I have, I work out also at a gym because I wanted to go start that, you know, especially after COVID, I wanted that community to what I was missing before I want to I want to create that for other women. So you can go to my website, ksandwellness.com. I also have a free marker calculator. So instead of helping other people become more flexible in the dieting, I feel like going the macros, it's a way to go. You can be super flexible with it. And I have the free micro calculator in there. Also in my website, you will find inquiries you can do. I do online coaching. I do in-person training. And then have a free challenge also in my website that you can download completely for free. It has demo videos. It has supplement recommendations. It gives you a whole plan of workouts and it will explain to you how to use the macro calculator as well. And of course, you can find me in my socials, Karen S. Martinez underscore for my Instagram and my Facebook case and wellness. By the way, your website is beautiful. And listeners, I will drop her links to all her socials and, of course, website. Yeah, you have some definitely some golden nugget freebies. So thank you so much for that. I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the episode with the ending questions. The first one, what is your favorite quote? So actually, my favorite quote is in Spanish, but I'm going to translate it as much as I can. Yeah, you could. You want to say it in Spanish? And then, yeah, we'll yeah. say it in Spanish. We need some Espanol on this podcast. In Espanol, yeah. Sí. We're bilingual. Sí. Así como todo lo bueno pasa, también lo, lo no tan bueno. So basically saying, just as everything as good happens, the not so good also happens. So everything shall pass. If you're going through a rough time right now, I want to let you know that it's going to pass. Exactly the same thing when you're like happy and it happens and it passes by the same thing with you're going to a rough time. I love that. Such a good reminder. And I think that's why it makes everything special because it just changes. Right. Yeah. Um, The next one. What is your favorite book? A book that it always like gets stuck in my head because it helped me through some rough times in my corporate job. It's the 48 Laws of Power. I love that book because you don't have to read it in order. You can just open up and then you can start reading like a little chapter and then you get something very valuable from it. It doesn't matter where you open it. And it helped me so much in my corporate job, but you can, it actually applies for any area of your life. Like in, just in your life in general, you can apply it. I haven't read it, but I'm going to add it to the list. And the last question, what do you want to be remembered for? 
I want to be remembered as somebody who helped educate and help inspire other moms, other Latinas, other women, and hopefully not just in my local city, but in my state and hopefully in the future globally. Because like he's like we said before, we're bilingual, so we're very blessed that we can hit a different demographic or people. And of course, the Latinos, Spanish is my first language. So I want to be remembered and to be able to just help change other women's lives. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please download, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, be sure to visit my website at TeresaCaesar.com to check out my inspirational merch, connect to my social accounts, and much more. May you continue to be filled with wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness. Otherwise, friends, I will be back in two weeks for another episode of Heart to Talk.